let's dive in to, are we going to call it episode four or mini-sode? I guess we'll find out, but welcome back, everybody, yeah. to the Chaluminati podcast mini-bonus episode or episode four. Oh my gosh. This one, my hands are off the research range. This is fully in Alex's lap. I don't, he, he hasn't told us what he has prepared for us. Can I tell you guys something before we jump into this about yes. Alex? Yes. He has a video, I don't know if anyone knows this. He has a video series on YouTube. I yes, That's he showed me. Really weird about uh, I don't know, Alex, supernatural paranormal stuff? I have no idea what It's it's a paranormal it's a paranormal video series that I do as a hobby. And it is only crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Only rarely. It's kind of like played for comedy as much as it nope, is for nope. making it, your brain Alex, hurt. It's truly one of the most insane things I've ever seen. A person ever do it has what i'm saying is it has jokes yeah yeah but, yeah but <laughs> but but the point is it's paranormal uh stuff without any sort of judgment on it i just present it exactly how it's told stories that are less known it's called mystery search you can check it out it's got it's creepy it's he probably made total the 2000 views the creepiest series i've ever seen <laughs> give it a give look it a check give it a look you guys That's awesome uh, but this is kind of along those lines, actually, because I, I, this is a story that I've always thought was like so hilarious and I'm not going to tell you whether or not this is something that I like believe in. I think you'll be pretty, it'll be become pretty clear pretty soon whether I believe in it or not, but I have some ground rules cause I'm just going to basically like go through this story with you guys and you guys can feel free to stop me and like discuss at any point. But the ground rule is do not Google this. Okay. And do not, and I do won't, not, I'm not even, I'm not like, even, my, I'm away from the computer now. I'm moving away. Okay. My yeah. keyboard is pushed do in. Not I'm not going to check anything. Yeah. And do not guess what it is. If you think you know what it is, you can say, I think I know what's going to happen or whatever. Don't guess what it is till the end because right. it's good. Yeah. It, at least until the reveal. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're just going to go in. This is a website that I found. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything about it other than that I, that this is called Everyday Chemistry. Okay. okay. Oh, no. Do not Google that oh, phrase. No. Okay. <laughs> for okay. You, for you, it, you still have no idea. I have idea no what idea. I just know it's going to Guaranteed, you have no idea where I'm going right. to go with this. But no. please, if you're listening, don't Google it till after. Because once you Google it, you can go right to this and find it. And like, the reason I like this story other than the fact that it's a crazy story, like just like a silly ass story, is that you know a lot of these paranormal uh, happenings tend to not have any sort of good evidence. Yeah. And whether or not you believe in this evidence that this story presents to you after I read it or not, the evidence exists. So that's why I like this. You can go and check this out. After I read it, and there is something for you to see that is the thing. Okay. Okay. So here we go. We're just gonna jump <laughs> right, right in. This is the part. I'm nervous, this man. Is the I don't part know what's on, about to happen. This is, yeah, yeah. This is the part on the website that's called the story, and I'm just gonna read it verbatim with some omissions, okay. just to just to uh, protect the reveal till the end, because I think that's a funny part of this. Mm-hmm. Okay? okay. Here we go. The following is an actual account of my experiences as of recently. Because of the nature of what has happened, I must remain anonymous until I feel it is safe to reveal my real name. But for now, you can refer to me as James Richards. Cool? On September 9th, 2009, I experienced something that I am still having trouble believing happened to me. 
I came into the possession of a cassette tape containing a ooh. That's a, a noise. That's me censoring it. That's me censoring myself. Because I don't want oh, you to know okay, what gotcha. is on the tape. In fact, not only was it never ooh, but it was ooh. And no, I'm not talking about ooh. What? I yeah, what? I, you've yeah. lost me. You've lost me. This is just me redacting things so that you don't know what? what's going on. You're redacting parts of the story. <laughs> just because it's just, a, it's just his intro and it spoils what okay. the whole point of the story okay. is. And I don't want to get there. All right. Now, this is where the story becomes slightly more unbelievable, and it is almost embarrassing to attempt to explain the incident to you for fear of viewing me as completely absurd. I must assure you, I am not insane or on drugs, and hopefully the audio from this tape will be enough proof that there is more than we think First of all, hold there. on. If you're going to give yourself a fake name, why James, James Richards? Richards? Sounds like a new. Like, why not give yourself a badass, like super spy name, like Agent Laser Agent Killer. Zero, or something yeah. badass? I don't know why. I don't why know why. James I don't Richards. know why. Maybe maybe that's his real name. Maybe that's <laughs> yeah, like maybe his, his hiding in plain Richard James. <laughs> He's a genius, <laughs> creative genius. Could, could, uh, that's like that. That's like that white supremacist teacher. Did you hear about no. that? <laughs> God, what? No. I, I don't want to go down this. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole too far. But there's like this teacher in Florida who like has like a like secret white supremacist podcast, and she like brags about being a a, a teacher in the podcast, and that she's like low key teaching her kids white supremacist ideals. Oh, God. And like <laughs> they figured out who it was and what school she was at and stuff. And her name turns out to be like a like a what do you call it? like anagram. a anagram or whatever of the other of her name. So silly. Uh, why would you do that? Why would you do that? People anyway. are dumb. Anyway, you continue. Back to the story. I live in Livermore, California, but on September 9th, I was driving home from Turlock after visiting a friend for a few days. I had my dog with me, and I didn't have any plans for the day, so I decided to take a drive through a place called Del Puerto Canyon, just west of Turlock. These are real places. I've been through this area. Okay. Uh, that's, that's me saying that. There is a scenic road that is a fun drive and actually goes through to Livermore. I hadn't taken a cruise through it for a while, so I thought I would take this way home. It was about 2 p.m. A ways into the canyon, my dog started acting like she needed to use the restroom. So I pulled over to the first available parking area to the side of the road and let her out while I stretched. At first, I didn't notice, but then I heard the barking from 30 yards away. My dog was chasing a rabbit. Now, my dog is a pretty good dog, but if she is chasing something, then there is no stopping her. So the only thing I could do was become part of the chase. They already had about a 40-yard head start, so I really had to book it. The uneven ground and soft dirt patches made it difficult to run, and it wasn't very far into the chase. I had stepped in a rabbit hole, fell, and knocked myself unconscious. (laughs) So this guy basically saw his dog... I don't know how he knew that the dog was chasing a rabbit. Like, my dog just runs away for anything. <laughs> right. A taste of freedom. Yeah. Well, your dog. dog is possibly an alien. Let's be clear about this. That's true. Alex's That's dog true. He is might be not, from Endor. does not look like a dog. <laughs> he might be from Endor's moon. <laughs> he's from um, the hollow moon. Yeah, he's from his, his homeworld rings like a bell. <laughs> um, but here's where the story takes a turn. When I woke up, I was in a room with some furniture and electronics in it. I was taken care of with a bandage on my head, 
but I still felt uneasy about the situation because where I fell and hit my head was in a very rural, unpopulated area with no houses, and outside the window of the room I was in, I could hear traffic. I wasn't near the window in the room. It was actually on the other side next to an unusual-looking electronic machine that I didn't recognize from anywhere I've seen before. The only reason this stood out was because it seemed out of place in a person's home, which most of the room resembled. I decided to get up and look out the window, but the door opened and in ran my dog, who was pretty excited to see me. When I looked up, there was a man standing at the door. He was about six feet tall, had medium long black hair, and was dressed casually nice, but gave me a greasy vibe, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I do. I know what that guy <laughs> I'm thinking Howard Stern. Is what I'm like imagining. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can see that with the longer black hair and kind of a creepy vibe on him. Yeah, all right, I got you. Really self-deprecating, little like microfiber, <laughs> like flimsy T-shirt from the 80s. Yeah, yeah, we got it. He introduced himself as Jonas and asked me if I was okay, which I said yes. He said he found me unconscious in a field with my dog barking at me. So I thanked him for helping me and my dog out and that I was surprised my dog even came back to me. I then asked him the question that would make me start wondering if I, in fact, had gone crazy. I asked him, where am I? About 20 feet away from where I found you, he replied. I told him that couldn't be possible because there was no houses within at least 20 miles from where I last remember being. He then told me that what he was going to say next will be very shocking and unbelievable, and that if he didn't actually experience it himself, then he wouldn't believe it. He took a look at the machine near the window and looked back at me and said he transported me into parallel Earth. <laughs> what? He said he traveled <laughs> He said he traveled to our Earth dimension what? and found me knocked out in the blazing heat with nobody around to help me out. <laughs> Normally he said he doesn't take outsiders through a portal, but in my case he thought I needed urgent help. I immediately started asking questions about traveling to parallel worlds since all I knew about the topic was YouTube videos of Michio Kaku. (laughs) Yo, we need to do an episode of Michio Kaku. I love that dude. Love that dude. Let's get him on the show. Maybe he'll come talk talk with us about Skinwalker Ranch. No, wait. I want to talk to him about the different stages of intergalactic beings. Oh, man. I love that dude. (laughs) And being able to go through parallel universe portals. Maybe maybe he knows. It's like, uh, you know, a comic book. We're from Earth 4312, and he's now on Earth 4313. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He told me to slow down and that he would explain himself. Apparently, in his world, a parallel travel machine can be purchased quite easily. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, shit. I lost my place. Oh, while not cheap, it's pretty popular even even though the machine can be dangerous enough to cause death. In the 1950s of his dimension, the government was faced with a decision to continue to fund a space program, I'm guessing NASA, or a parallel dimension program called ARPD. I can't remember what he said it stood A-R-P-D? for. I'm pretty sure the P- Yeah. It's like, That's, it's like, isn't that the name of the movie with Jeff Bridges? Well, ARPD just reminds me almost of like DARPA from like Lost. It does yeah, it does sound yeah. like no, like yeah, DARPA but not like Dharma, but like DARP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Dar- not Dharma. Yeah, you're right. You're right. DARPA is uh, from Metal Gear. That's what, yeah, that's DARPA chief from. Yeah, isn't uh, DARPA, DARPA stands for I, something like yeah, defense? Yeah, I think it's a real At, thing. Yeah, isn't defense it? something research something something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 
I'm pretty. I can't remember what he said it stood for. I'm pretty sure the PD is Parallel Dimensions, <laughs> and I remember the acronym because I noticed it a lot on the electronics in the room I was in. <laughs> he then explained that the real danger of using one of the machines was exploring new dimensions. Since there are an infinite amount of Earths in other dimensions, only a small amount have been explored. The problem with exploring unknown dimensions is the chance you will die somehow once you walk through the portal doorway. He told me that people die from falling if the ground isn't close enough to where the portal opens, die from drowning, there are worlds covered in water, hard to reopen a portal underwater, die from fire, atmospheric issues. He said in order for people to avoid this, they would have to know that there would be similar ground in the dimension they were traveling to. So his government began to research worlds that were safe to transport to, even creating public spots where people could choose a menu of worlds to go to that were all safe. What if I told you guys that we are not even at, like, the crux of what the story is? Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, am. Here's the thing. Even though I think this is insane, I love that he's taking the time to be like, hey, here are some of the real issues that would happen if you were traveling. Because I was thinking about that. Like, right. there are many possibilities of what would happen if you walk through a portal. And I like that he took the time to do this. So Right. He's I'm like, in. the government I'm took care it. of that. Don't worry. We know yeah. what happens. I like this. Oh, God. We're about to get... <clears throat> to the to the point. Uh-huh. <laughs> the point of no return. Many of these worlds were lush vegetation worlds that were never ruined by man, only to be invaded by the large overcrowded population of the traveler's world. He said something about new industries that opened up because of this, one of them being something like dimensional life brokers. These people offered the chance to live as someone new in an already established similar world that doesn't know of dimensional travel, nor that there are people crossing the dimensional border to. Like, worlds that don't know that there's people coming to them, basically. I can imagine that that having this technology would open up a black market of, like, get out of your world if you're a wanted man for a large sum of money. Oh, yeah. I think this, I think sci-fi-wise, this is fascinating. And the yeah, idea you could do so much with this like, as a, an idea. Yeah, like, you could create a new life, and you could... Because... Here's a question I have, and I don't know if this is answered, but I'm interested. Is there... Is this one of those, there's another version of you? Uh, not of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but w- I'll I'll get there. So okay, this is like to me. I just I just like the me, idea that you can like, take over your own life in a different dimension well, if it's better I than imagine, the one you have. Like Rick and Morty. I imagine yeah. if shit's like infinite, you know, there's infinite number of pair of dimensions, then there has to be some with versions of you. Sure. That are just. Maybe you're more successful, or maybe you're worse off, and, you know, there's different versions of you if there are infinite numbers of places you can go. Yeah, the point being, the point being, I guess, that, like, the idea of a world that's similar to Earth that we know, but is just a little different, yeah. is like a commodity. Yes. You know what I mean? For this, for this organization. Yeah. Right? You could do, it goes you could on. do so much with it. All right, continue, please. Exactly. Jonas said he was an explorer for one of the dimensional travel agencies and was looking in new uncharted dimensions and came upon my Earth, which is our Earth. We talked about a lot of things. It was interesting to see what similarities and differences we had between worlds. Foods, culture, TV, technology, we covered a lot. We also started talking about music, which was an interesting topic because there were many of the same bands between our worlds that existed, including... The Beatles. Oh, oh shit! Does God. he have a, a, a does he have what? an audio tape of a Beatles song <laughs> from the alternate <laughs> dimension? Oh, he does, doesn't he, Alex? 
When their name got brought up, Jonas mentioned that his brother just got back from seeing them perform at a concert recently. Wait, is this the Beatles are still around? Which I gave a weird look to and said, you mean they're still together? (laughs) (laughs) I love this. This is great. I want to go to this dimension. and, And he said, yeah. I then told him about how they broke up in our world and that, that John and George passed away. Apparently, in his world, they're all alive, healthy, and on tour still. Oh, my gosh. Jonas then had me follow him into another room that had a bookshelf-looking thing with some cassette tapes. Yes, the music ones. Apparently, CDs never caught on in his world. <laughs> and a tape player slash radio slash record player, though it didn't quite look like the type of radios we have. The speakers looked more like crinkled cardboard, but sounded pretty good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like an audio file kind of. Uh, I didn't get to look. I didn't get too good of a look at the speakers, but they certainly weren't round. They almost looked like a tall accordion. Uh, okay. The only Beatles album he had that was store bought and had a real cover art was Sgt. Pepper's, which the cover looks slightly different than the one we have, but the songs were all the same. This is in two thousand and nine, right? That's when this, this event, event happened, happened right? Yeah. And he yes, I don't know when the website have... came up. This is what this is what I like. Not I'm not trying to blow a hole in his whole theory because he apparently has a tape with the music on it. But sure. Well, we don't know that. We don't know what. The, all right. We don't know anything yet, Mathis. Maybe that's not where this is going. Well, uh, maybe my, maybe my question, the tape has nothing to do with the Beatles. Maybe this I is hope, totally crazy. But like my 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 question is: It's 2009. Take a picture with your phone. I know. I know, right? I know. I was thinking about that. The other six Beatles tapes he had were all like somebody recorded them onto a blank cassette for him and wrote the song titles on a card slipped in the case. A couple of the album titles written on the tapes I recognize, there were about four that I had never heard of before. He played a few songs from one of them, which was totally surreal to hear Beatles music that was never made, at least in our world. We talked about it a little bit. He said a girl made the tapes for him while he was in upper school, which is what they call high school. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why... (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny to me, <laughs> but the idea that that's like the level of change, the thing like the speakers and this is like so funny. She was a huge fan of them and wanted him to listen to them. <clears throat> he popped out the first tape and was putting in the second one when I told him he should record me a copy of one so I could take it back with me, thinking it wouldn't be a big deal. Well, the look Jonas gave me when I said this is part of the reason I'm remaining anonymous. Oh. Not only did it sort of scare me, but it had a very serious, almost creepy look to it. Followed by the phrase, not word for word, I can't remember what exactly he said. No, you are not to take anything back with you to your world. No pictures, no souvenirs, no tapes, nothing. I asked him why, and he wouldn't really say except that for my safety, I wasn't to take anything back. Of course, I am not the type of person to go through all this parallel world stuff and not grab something to prove the outrageous story (laughs) of my experience. Okay. So for the moment, I told him I wouldn't take anything and change the subject. Can I? About an, time out. I'm what? sorry. Time yeah, out. Yeah, sure. No, My yes. dude, not you, this dude who's kidnapped or to nurse uh, back James to health, Richards? you know, back from this interdimensional transporter. He's James Richards. Yeah, right. James Richards, of course. He refuses yeah. to give his name because he's afraid the other guy's going to find out and maybe he'll get in trouble or something. However, he's okay giving a beat for beat detailed description as to what happened to him. So if this guy ever comes across the story, he's going to be like, oh, the guy that got knocked out with his dog barking next to him, and then I took him in and showed him all this stuff. Yeah, well, it wasn't James Richards, so it mustn't be this guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't right. know. I just, I just, you uh, know, glaring problem. Maybe he never told him his name. Maybe he never told him his name. Oh, God. Okay, continue. 
Maybe he told him his name was James Richards. <laughs> I'm Maybe, still holding but- out hope that this, in the end, Alex has nothing to do with the Beatles, and the tape he found something totally different, and this is crazy. This is my hope. I don't know about that. All right, never about mind. About an hour later, after some more talking, I heard a doorbell ring, and he left the room to check the door. I knew that I may not have another chance to take something, so I grabbed one of the tapes and put it in my pocket, and then shoveled the tapes around to make it look less obvious that something was missing. When he came back inside, I said I was kind of hungry just to get us out of the room. I mixed the tapes up a little so it was hard to tell one was missing, but I didn't want to be there when he found out. So then he took me in the other room and fed me. For the most part, the food tasted like ours, but was different product names and colors. The purple ketchup was the strangest. <laughs> but th- the thing about that detail is that, like, you could go to the store probably today and buy purple ketchup. Uh, you could have bought it in mean, 2000 and bought yeah, purple I don't ketchup. Think you yeah, you, I don't think you can buy it today because it didn't really catch on, but you can. You could have bought it in 2009, which is why I think he mentioned that little, like, isn't it weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked a little bit more, and then I expressed the notion that I should be going because it was getting late. The time of day was identical to ours, as is all worlds. Okay. We went back in the room with the machines in it. I grabbed my dog and shook Jonas's hand for taking care of me after I was knocked out. I thanked him again and stepped through the portal, which felt like getting wet, but staying dry the entire time. Really weird. When I put my dog on the ground, she even shook herself like she thought she was wet. Back in our world, I could see my car on the road, and there was still a straight line burn mark on the ground from where the portal had shown up. It was dark outside, and the only reason I noticed the burn was because it was still smoking from the heat. Oh, like fucking Back to the Future style, my dude. That's great. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I walked back to my car, didn't run this time, and drove home. The worst part was I couldn't even listen to the tape on the way home because I didn't have a tape player in my car. I wasn't even able to listen to it at home either for the same reason and had to go to Walmart to buy a tape player just to listen to it. Unfortunately, I don't have any information about the tape other than what is written on the card sleeve. The track names were written, as well as the album title, Everyday Chemistry. Everything else about it is as mysterious to you as it is to me. It also wasn't like I could have asked the guy anything about it, especially after taking it from him. I'll post some more about my experience in the coming days. He did not. <laughs> but I have, to go work right, I have to go to work right now, and this post is already long enough. If anyone has any questions they want to ask me about this incident, then I've set up an email address that you can contact me at, which is thebeatlesneverbrokeup at yahoo.com. Uh, a Yahoo email address, yes. yes. <laughs> I'll try and answer everyone's questions as best as possible. Lastly, if there is anyone out there that has experienced anything like this, then please contact me. Some of the things this guy said to me almost make me wonder if this isn't the first time dimensional travelers Wait, have been whoa, here. whoa, but does he have the music online? Can we hear the music? TheBeatlesNeverBrokeUp.com, baby. I'll go there, and I will, if there's music there, I will insert a piece of the track into this podcast for people you to You could hear. probably play an entire song, because let me tell you, this music does not exist. I'm going there now. The Beatles, the Beatles Everyday Chemistry. I can hear you guys like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Four and there's a picture of it. 
Tell me, the Beatles would make a song called Four Guys? <laughs> Not Five Guys. Four Guys. No, Four. There's oh, my four. God. Mr. Gators. I'm clicking Mr. Gators Swamp Jamboree. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll click. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll pick one and I'll put it into the podcast for people to hear uh, at least a piece of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. My goodness. But the, so the guy left the room. He had enough time to pocket something, but he didn't have enough time to take a quick picture on his cell phone. Yeah. I mean,. The thing, I mean, there are some pictures, but maybe he didn't have, like, you know, like, 2009, he might still have a first-gen iPhone. He might still have a flip phone. Dude, there he were, might have a razor. Even flip phones had cameras back then. Oh, here's some, okay, so he's got some pictures of the area. Um, yeah. That's that's just a, I can't click on the pictures, so that's great. Uh, yeah. I can't zoom in on them either. So that's like a, a rabbit hole? Is that, that what that picture is? Like... That's what he's. That's how he broke his. That's how he broke his foot. Or whatever, okay. That's how he fell. And, and this is the out. tapes. Uh, hey, hey, the tape is from General Electric. Nice. Yeah. Pretty good. That's uh, the thing. That's incredible. I just I love this because the album, like I, you know, you listen to it. You know, on your own time, I guess, if you're listening to this show right now. But <laughs> it. Can I tell you something? I just it, listened to the song. Anybody else? It's number three. Track number three. Okay. Yeah. It's actually a good song. It sounds like the Beatles are in the songs too, right? Yeah, I don't I I I feel like this could possibly be a like ARG thing for this dude's band maybe. But like <laughs> I don't know because I don't know. I don't but know like, what did he ever come back bad. ever. The music's not bad. Yeah, like if I ever debunked this, I would guess that it's probably like I could probably find the clips a lot of the clips like from the Beatles that you hear because it really does sound like them singing sometimes. And like, you know, some people might say like, Oh, they're just being postmodern because like they're referencing their own work mm-hmm. or something. But like the reason I came upon this story in the first place, right. was because I was looking up, I'm doing like larger research on a type of, uh, like thing that has to do with like parallel universes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, I'm not tackling the whole topic, but there's sort of like a special, type of parallel universe event that happens frequently throughout the mythology of paranormal stuff mm-hmm. that I'm, that I'm researching. And this was just kind what of is, like, wait, not what is the event? What is the, give, drop us that bomb. What is the one thing that changes the thing that, the thing that I'm looking into? The thing that I'm looking into is, is, is dimensional travelers that are like accidental, like unexplained, unexplained accounts of people from places that are either not real or, have different details. Okay, yeah, them, I've, I've actually done some not not recently, but you're talking about people like um the guy who comes from quote unquote uh, a different dimension. Maybe maybe technically he's he's from the future that he comes back in time and he invests eight hundred dollars in in stocks and makes millions. And when they look into his history, there is no history of who this guy is and where he's from. And it's stuff like that. Yeah. Yes, that guy or like somebody from a country. What that about yeah? There was with a, yeah yeah. What the hell is like John, detained at the airport? That John Titor guy. Do you know him? John Teeter, the time traveler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's like he's like another similar type of this guy. Yeah, the guy who, who came I, back I in time like and said he needed an IBM fifty one hundred computer. In order yes, to save the yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like I feel like John Teeter like deserves his own episode for sure. One hundred percent. But like That's fascinating. These, yeah, yeah. These other ones, like I went deep. I found like the first mention of these stories. I like went to the author. I talked to him. I tried to like figure out the answer to it at least. Like I tried to like figure out where it came from. There and. And so this was just I just like this one because it's not quite that. It's kind of like the backwards of that. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean? It's like a personal account of somebody doing that from our world. Right. 
It's it, but it, there's there's a lot of that kind yeah. of thing. Like like I said, I was saying that I think it's another technically actually a time traveler. The guy who comes back, he's like in his twenties and he invests. He comes back in time and he invests eight hundred dollars of his own money and he makes millions to the point where the like he gets arrested and like for insider trading and stuff. And they try to do background checks on where he's from and there is literally no record of him existing until like he's twenty something years old and he first invests the stocks. Like that's the only records of of who he is as a person. Exactly. Uh, and, exactly. And like they can't find anything, no birth certificate, nothing. And it's literally like Biff when, Cannon. Yeah, and when they went out to, like, when they were interviewing him at one particular point in time, and he, they left him in the room, and they came back, and he was gone, he's never been seen again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's, that's, that's the type of shit that fascinates me, and I love the nature of these stories of, like, tracking down where they came from and, like, getting the full story and, like, then deciding whether or not it seems true. Yeah. Because a lot of them seem to come from news reports and stuff like that. And so that's that's the thing that's really interesting to me. And I think that if I if I ever like drive a full episode, it, it, it's probably going to be about that pretty soon. I just yeah, that's totally. I'm just being it. very thorough. I'm just being very thorough. I bought like a book from the '80s that I'm like really enjoying. I ended up like reading it, but it really just has like the first mention of some of these accounts in it. So it's pretty it's pretty fun stuff. But I like this one because you guys can go and uh, like read it and like look at it yourselves and like hear this music and it really fucking sounds like john paul george and ringo doesn't it? It, it i mean i feel like one thing about this album having listened to clips of all the different songs it doesn't have the necessary like consistent like each beatles album had like, it's like not a, cohesive yeah, yeah had like a cohesion and this just seems like it's all over the place like every song is a little bit yeah different. but if you think about but if you think about like pbs right and you go see like the animals play a show on PBS in like 2005 or something. And they're all just like 60 year old dudes in Hawaiian shirts by that point, And they're like, just kind of playing whatever. And like, yeah, but they're you know, playing having a good from, time from many albums. And this is the yeah, Beatles everyday chemistry. Unless this is a mixtape that some dude made and he called it everyday chemistry. If the album is called everyday chemistry, then there is no cohesiveness to like from like listening to the song sick to death. And then go listen to Mr. Gator Swamp Jamboree. It's like two <laughs> different album concepts. It's crazy. Right. Well, right, but you know, but you know, like thirty years on into a band's career, like look at the Rolling Stones, right? Like they come out with albums still all the time of like new music, and whether or not they sound cohesive, like they definitely don't make waves the way that their original albums did that like got them famous. So I maybe guess. it's just a thing. Maybe it's just a thing like that, or maybe this is maybe Everyday Chemistry is like a B sides collection. Like we don't know because. He he skillfully crafted into his story a justification for not knowing any info. Yeah, which is that it's basically like a bootleg of the album that he stole. Um, but like, yeah, it's just fun because I think you guys out there can go listen to this album yourself and decide what you think, uh, or even like dive into the samples and see if you can find these recordings of these guys because I really do think it's their voices, regardless of whether or not yeah. it's real. It really does. I'm a big fan of the Beatles. I'm a big audiophile. I've listened to like the Beatles studio recordings. I've listened oh, it's, to like it's awesome. isolated They're tracks. Incredible. Yeah, I, I I love listening to all those isolated recordings of them singing and stuff. I really know their voices well, and this really does sound a lot like them. So we'll probably go throw to you know maybe at least one of the tracks off the album after this. Can uh, I yeah, can I be honest? Definitely. I'm disappointed. I truly hoped that when he got back, it was going to be something else on the tape. Something even more got, bizarre like, on the tape, right? Yeah. Probed by an alien when he got back. Because, yeah, because like he brought it back through, and because it doesn't exist in our reality, it couldn't exist. 
And so, like, I wish there was a even. I was ready for an even more bizarre thing to be on that tape. You you got you got suckered in by J.J. Abrams' mystery box. Yeah, yeah I was waiting box. for I was waiting for something even crazier. Yeah. What do you think? But I mean, Alex, do you believe this? I believe that John, Paul, George, and Ringo are on those recordings. That is the the extent of what I'm willing to say that I are you saying believe. maybe it could be very similar to like a bunch of musicians. It's just tracks they never released. And he somehow got I his have, hands I on have them. I have no idea. I have no idea where he got the recordings from. I have no idea the nature of this stuff in like the sense of like, oh, I recognize the sample of George from this recording. Right. I don't know any of that. I believe it to be their voices in the recordings. Whatever the songs are, I don't know. Wherever he got the tape, I have no idea. But the reason this story haunts me a little bit to this day from when I first heard about it when I was in college a long, long, long time ago, like the thing that always stays with me is how much I'm like positive that it's their voices on the tape. Did this guy ever come back ever? This is it. This is the site. That's it. And this is the, this, I saw this site years ago and it looked exactly like, did you ever email him? But I never did. I never had the, I ever, I never had the nuts to email him. It's, I will say this. It's really interesting. And there's like a little evidence as far as like, maybe, but there's a lot of points in the story itself that I'm just like, well, if he doesn't want to be found Convenient. out, why yeah. is he putting a beat-for-beat beat story, like, what happened? The guy's going to find him uh, if that's what Well, I mean, the guy do. already knows that he stole the stuff right. and that, like, he fell through the portal and stuff. So, I mean, like, as long as the guy doesn't know who the fuck he is, he's good, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, that's true. Uh, I, I, I have a fascination with parallel universes and stuff like that, too, and time travel and stuff. So, is it impossible I don't know if I want to go that far, but it is highly unlikely that it was a parallel dimension. There, there's a lot of easier explanations of just being like, it's it's tracks that were never released that he got his hands on and all this other stuff. But the fact that he also never came back after just posting the story is also interesting. He, it seems like he put some effort into like designing this website. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not a it's not a dope website. It's not like amazing. No, but even it's, it's for not 2009. like black screen green text, which is nice. Yeah. He did some. He did some. He did some work. He like kind of tried to get the Beatles vibe, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know. I, I like this. I like this because you get the story, you see some little visuals, and then you get to actually listen to it. So decide for yourselves. Of course, this is just most mostly just a fun story I wanted to share, but I think I think this is a good sort of like primer for an episode about these types of people. And I think I think that hearing this type of story from the other side first is kind of interesting. I agree. That's that's it's neat. It's a really interesting story, and if anything, it gives me it like it like for Jesse too. I think it, it like hit creative juices pretty fast, and be like, there's some cool possibilities for telling a neat. It's story. really a fresh. It's really a fresh like subject matter for a for a paranormal story. And you know too, why like. this is good? Why this is a good story? Because then he gives you something like he throws you a yeah. bone at the end of it. Like, hey, by the way, I know what I said is crazy, but listen to this album. And when you listen to it, it isn't bullshit it's like it's not immediately like this sucks. it's 11 yeah. tracks that are like this is actually pretty good and, yeah. and then he's like here have them do your research on them and that makes for a good story and while i don't believe that it's an alternate reality beatles thing i think it's a great sort of arg experience of like oh my god what if trying to become viral yeah. kind of thing yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but who knows guys i'm i'm into it dude that that was a fucking cool ass story. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Well, that'll be a yeah. a mini sode for us then. 
That's that's how they feel, guys. Get ready. I oh yeah, if you guys like this like is episodes. A, this is but a taste of what is to come when we get deeper and Alex decides to give us a full blown like parallel dimension episode. So and yeah, I, I'm in. And if you guys and if you guys like this type of mini sode, please let us know because I have a million fucking weird yeah, stories dude. like this that I can pull out. Uh, and and uh, that's kind of what my other show was about too. So if you guys want to see that, check it out. Yeah, where can we search? Is what it's called. I forget the I forget the fucking URL for it on YouTube. <laughs> Mystery search. Uh, we'll find. All the thumbnails are like stars with like a number and like okay. a word. So you could you can find it if you want to find it or not. I'm not trying to like promote it. By no, go means. fucking it's watch it. That's cool. I, like I love that kind yeah. of shit. So that's that's. It's dope. just a thing I do for fun. So I'm gonna make it whether or not anybody <laughs> watches it. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's it. Awesome. Check out this album. Yeah, I'll uh, like I said, I'll, I'll make sure that at the, at the end or at some point, uh, I'll insert like a little sample of one of the songs. People can hear it, and um, you guys can have it go listen for yourself. I mean, it's thebeatlesneverbrokeup.com. Go check it out. Oh, thanks, Alex. That was super fun. I love that kind of yeah. thing, dude. Like, that's, that's awesome. I would have, I would have. My first question to this guy, if I ever ran across somebody who claimed to be a parallel dimension traveler, I'd be like, I'd just be like, so are aliens real in your universe? I just would want. Oh to man. Know. Yeah, do they have UFO sightings in your <laughs> Right, are aliens real? And of course the answer would always be yes from these people. Because they would yeah. be like, yeah, and it's public knowledge and, you know, there's a, we just passed the law that we can marry aliens. So, sweet. All right, well, that'll Let be... Let us know if you guys email this fucking guy. Oh, cool, yeah. Email him and, and post it on the subreddit. I want to see, like, if he replies. Don't yeah. harass him, though. No, 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 no. Like, legitimately, if you're curious, throw him an email and see if he gets back. I mean, this is back from the early, like, many years ago when Alex said he was in high school, for Christ's sake, so. Or college, rather. Um, like, very early college years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sweet, man. Well, thank you so much for, for that little, uh, that mini-sode. We will, uh, this will be, I don't know yet if it's going to be the week after the episode four, or if it'll be where episode five should be, depending on uh, recording schedules, but... Um, it'll be up one way or another. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you're enjoying it, make sure you drop us a review, iTunes, all that good stuff. Five stars. Yeah, five star yeah. us, write us a review. For iTunes specifically, it's super important. Otherwise, Apple doesn't really care if we exist or not. Uh, so, you know, let, let them know that you're loving what we're doing. Um, we also have a subreddit. You can go talk about things. And if you email him and you get a response, I'd love to see that email. That would be awesome. I know I, I, know I barely ever post on reddit at all period but i definitely <laughs> lurk in that subreddit a lot so it's been fun reading it's, all your guys's stuff yeah it's been super active which has been great uh yeah it's actually like really kind of like a nice little village now. yeah i like it a lot and it's only gonna grow from here um also you can follow all of us on twitter as always you can follow jesse at jesse cox you can follow alex at afasiane and you can follow me uh at mathis games and of course the podcast itself at chaluminati pod uh, you can reach out to us and let us know what you guys think. Um, thank you guys so much for the support on this this series. It's been super fun for us. And we'll Hell see yeah. you next time with something very special and weird, I'm sure. See you next time. Yep. Peach. Bye. Peace.